Good health? Check. The right career? Check. An awesome family? Check. Really good friends? Check. What is the only thing I'm missing? Oh yeah, a six pack. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Relatively Normal. I am your host, Mark Paisant, and today we are going to talk about body image issues. I have a guest on the show today. Her name is Kaya Tiller, and we will learn more about her and her business and what she does, but I'll jump into this right now and tell you that she is a bodybuilder. She puts herself on stage to be judged subjectively by other people. And a lot of the time, you can't see the hard work that she's put in to get there, the hours at the gym, the absolute discipline she puts into her diet and the fuel she puts in her body. But the reason I will talk to her is because I think it's safe to say with all the magazine articles about get that perfect waist in seven days, all the Instagram posts with the perfect looking models, everyone, or at least most people nowadays, have a distorted view on their body. What is a good body? What is a nice body? What is a strong body? And there's a lot of people going through body shaming. And this is for men and women. I've talked about this a little bit, I believe, in season one. When I kind of walk through my weight struggle in my adult years. Really, my whole life. Because I was a really skinny kid and I didn't want to be skinny. And I I didn't like how I looked. But I tried something. I want to... Before I get too deep in this, I tried something this year. So, um, and I think it's it's very good that we're doing this on uh, close to Valentine's Day. But this year, I decided not to do one thing that I always do. And if you're seeing the the picture for my podcast, you know, the picture of me, bald head, five o'clock shadow. Um, I don't cut my hair or shave my head as a fashion statement. I do it out of necessity. I have been losing my hair since I was a teenager and I've always had a very um, big forehead and a receding hairline. And it got even worse when I was in college and it's just gotten worse and worse as an adult. So what I did this year is I didn't cut my hair. I've only cut my hair once this year. So I have hair on my head, which I usually don't have, and I posted a picture of it. 
because, you know, for the longest time and for most of history, hair has been a symbol of status. For people who don't know this, it literally is true. And hair, especially in the black community, whether it's, you know, permed, whether it's natural, whether it's dreaded, whether it's, you know, um, locked, whether it's any kind of way it is, it's been a status symbol. And for men, this is also true. And this has gotten even truer in the past few years where we see men really taking care of their hair from the crisp hairlines to the perfect waves to the, the, the dreads with the perfect hairlines. It's a status symbol. It's something that makes us feel good. And for most of my life, my hair has not made me feel good. So I just started shaving it off when I was in high school. And other than a brief period in my 20s where I just let it grow out, I've always had it shaved because I don't like my hairline. I feel embarrassed. I feel ashamed because of it. So this year I said, you know what? I'm going to be who I am. And this is me. You know, whether I shave it or not, it's not going to be a feeling that I have to anymore. It's going to be truly a choice. But for a lot of people, when it comes to body image, when they look at the perfect model, when they see all these, you know, new drugs and medications and surgeries that can give you six-pack abs or the perfect calves or the perfect breasts, or the perfect buttocks, the perfect arms. It makes you wonder, why don't more people feel bad about their bodies? And I think more people do, they just keep it in. You know, we can get as bad as body dysmorphic disorder, or BDD. If you don't know what that is, that's a psychological disorder that involves a misconception of one or more body areas. So individuals with this perceive a defect or flaw in their appearance that's either very small or not there. And in my opinion, we're going to see more and more of this as we get more into social media as more of our life goes to social media. Like, we're ingrained in social media already. But just look. Scroll through your feed. And if it's the summertime, see all the the beautiful people posing at the beach. Or if it's the winter time, how many times do we hear, oh, spring is only so many months away. Get that body ready. It's tough. It really is. And for young people growing up now, these unrealistic and unattainable bodies we're forcing on them is so unfair. But I'm glad I got a woman to talk to me today. I'm glad I got a woman of color to talk to me today because I do see a light at the end of the tunnel. I do see a silver lining. There's a lot of positive role models and a lot of different sized role models 
When you think of beauty, what do you think of? Because you know what? There's people out there like Serena Williams, who is just so muscular, and but still she accepts her body, and she doesn't apologize because she's trained hard and worked hard to become the person she is. I think it's good that we talk to black women because beauty products, whether they're good or bad, we can talk about it in another show, have never really been focused on the black female. For all these hair products and skin products that we have out here, only recently have we really gotten to a point where black women can say there's something for me, but even when they say there's something for me, it's not even close to comparison what they have for other people. This topic is very important to me because I have struggled with my weight for the last at least 15, 20 years. Ballooning up to 320 pounds, getting down to 205, going back up to 270, you know, getting back down to 210. It's a tough life. And I think we owe it to the people that we coach, that we teach, that we raise to let them know that it's okay to be comfortable in your own skin. If you want to get healthy, get healthy. But if you feel comfortable in your own skin, then you're way ahead of the curve. You're way, way ahead of the curve. For people in our lives that want to shame us, want to say we have to look a certain way, we need to reevaluate that relationship and see if it's worth it. Because at the end of the day, the person we need to take care of physically and mentally is ourselves. So after the quick break, quick ad, I'll be back with Kaya Tiller, and she'll drop some knowledge on body image issues. And we are back, and I'm really excited about the guest we have tonight, a young lady from K2 Motions Stretch Therapy, and I say from, she's actually a co-owner, and with us tonight, I have Kaya Tiller. Thank you so much for being on the show. Go ahead and take some time to introduce yourself to the people listening. Hi, thank you for having me. I appreciate you um, getting me on here, and we can share some positivity of um this subject at hand um but my name is kaya tiller i'm the co-owner of k2 stretch therapy here in evans georgia along with my husband um it's something that we uh, prayed about and we are just here to touch lives make people feel better move better and just um, be themselves and to give them years that they may have lost from injury or just lack of movement um, but a little bit about myself, I'm currently 
um, a bodybuilder. I do competitive um, bodybuilding where we're going on stage. So it's all subjective, and this is the perfect um, subject that I can share my own experiences with how we perceive ourselves um, daily from stage to the off season where you put on 20, 30 pounds. Um, and I think it's very important that we can get this message out to everyone. So just a little bit about me. I'm just working here in Evans with my husband and doing some bodybuilding. And I just love to feel feel great about myself. So that's what I do in my spare time. And that is, that is exactly what I want to hear and exactly why I wanted to talk to you. So on this this subject of body image, and I think it's coming up a lot more lately with social media, with everything that people can see, everything out in the open. What you know, I want to first start with this. What is your personal definition of body image? Um, so I thought about this. Quite, uh, quite a bit once he kind of gave me a couple of questions to look over. But um, when I initially was thinking about body image, it's just the way we perceive ourselves um, in the mirror. But I think it's so much more to it um, as far as the thoughts that we, we give life and power to. And I can tell you a little bit later about that. But it's the thoughts we give life and power to that brings out the awareness of what we see. So it can be negative. It can be positive. Um, you'll see the imperfections or flaws, deficiencies, or you can see the beauty of what you may not think is perfect, but you accept it and you live with it. So I think it can go both ways. There's negative and positive um, thoughts of body image. So I think as we dive a little bit more into it, we can kind of get to the root cause of how you feel about yourself. And I like that. Yeah, kind of ended up with how you feel about yourself and, and, you know, going on from there, you know, what factors affect someone's body image, either positively or negatively? What internal, external factors can, can affect somebody's image of themselves? Um, I think just going back to what you kind of stated in the beginning, that social media plays a, a huge driving force to how we go about our day-to-day lives. Like the culture factor has made a big difference of how we want to per- have people perceive us. So it's more um, kind of pleasing other people's opinions that we should look like this or we should look like that. And I think it's a lot to do with the trending topics like hashtags. We got a lot of stuff on social media that is very influencing. And I think it starts at a younger age because the kids are getting more in depth with like TikTok and they're on Instagram. So they're starting to get this at a younger age than we grew up in. We didn't have none of that. So I think the driving influence would be one, social media, and then just your everyday surroundings as far as like family members, um, the environment that you're in. I think that plays a big role. So um, both are negatives, both are positives. If you have a surrounding group that gives you um, empowerment and encouragement and just allow you to embrace who you really are that is very uplifting so I think that is a positive aspect of um, one of the factors that affects body image and I, I kind of like that because you know we don't want to just focus on the negative I mean if we have a camp that always hypes us up and, and gives us positive 
feedback, that's that can be a good thing, but we have to be careful with both of them. Um, and I, I, can, I can appreciate that. Um, so as you mentioned before, you're on stage subjectively being judged on your body, on how your body looks at a specific date and time. Um, a lot of times people don't see the work that was put in to get your body that way. But, you know, as, as a person who has to do that, you know, what can, what can someone do to positively affect their personal body image? Well, one, I think just beginning to um, change inwardly. So oftentimes I wanted to become stronger because I was bullied in grade school. So that was my driving force to, I want to start working out. I want to lift heavier weights. I want to exercise and be healthy. And I think it starts with actually tapping into why you really want to change rather than you just want to look great. It's, it's more to it, not so superficial that you want to lose 20, 30 pounds. It's, it's what's inside that's like, hey, I need to lose weight so I can have better cholesterol levels or my H1C levels are high. I need to make a change or I want to be able to play with my kids or my grandchildren. So I think really getting to a root cause that's going to be motivation when you don't feel like doing something because we oftentimes we, we don't feel like working out or exercising or eating the way that we want to eat but that'll be something in the back of your head like hey this is the reason why I really started so finding something that triggers you to call um, to really tap into changing needs to start first and then you can begin exercising and starting to get into a healthy routine so I really encourage people to be active and to um, get the endorphins feeling great. I mean, I think that's a great stress reliever when you can feel good um, and you you can do that anywhere. You don't have to have equipment. You can go outside to do something in the um, in the house. So I think that's a big um, big driving force for that. And I can and I think people, you know, kind of get it wrong sometimes where they think they have to have a expensive gym membership or, or buy the latest equipment or something like that when there's a bunch of body weight exercises they could do or you know there's a sidewalk outside you can always walk and and um i could definitely appreciate that um and you know you said something very um close to my heart when you talked about finding the root cause and when I went through, you know, my change in lifestyle, I had tried to lose weight for the longest time. Um, but, you know, one time I, I told myself, listen, I'm going to have kids soon. I want to be able to to not only play with them, but be be around for them for a long time. And I knew the, the way I was going, I was hindering that. Um, so that is that's great advice for people to find that root cause. Um, and again, going back to what you do on stage and, and how it can be um, kind of frightening for some people. You know, have you tackled any body issues you may have had in the past? Yeah, it's um, very challenging beginning in bodybuilding because you'll, you'll fall in love with a look that is not sustainable. So that was me. It's awesome being shredded, being lean. But it's not sustainable, especially as a female, because hormones play a huge role in the way your body fluctuates. 
so when I first had my first competition, um, I was very small. So I was probably about 117 pounds. As soon as the show was over, I ate whatever I wanted to, cookies, pizza, whatever. And I instantly blew up. So 20, 30 pounds instantly overnight. And that was something that I had to learn how to deal with. And um, that's called rebounding. So that's what we call it in our sport is a rebound. When you fluctuate overnight, and that's something that I just learned how to do recently. So it took me nine, ten years to get to a place where I don't feel like I have to stuff my face because I've been so strict and disciplined on a diet that, hey, I can incorporate things back into what I was doing and not feel like I have to um, feed my face. So that's something that I've, I've started to learn how to do. And it took time because anyone who has ever been on diet knows it's very hard to sustain. And I know you said it earlier that you kind of fluctuated um, when you had your journey with your weight loss. And it's hard to stay on a diet. And when you get back to doing what you want to do, you have more freedom. It's like, hey, I'm about to eat everything that I could not eat before. But we have to learn how to do things in moderation. Food is always going to be there. There's always going to be food around. So why do I need to just have a big meal all day long? So I, I learned how to just incorporate good things and bad things into my diet, mainly around my workouts. I'll eat foods that are not as healthy so then I can burn them off. I have that time to really work off the food that I ate. So um, that's what I've been working on and I've been doing a really good job, not fluctuating as much as I used to. Well, that, that's that's great to hear, and I'm 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 glad you kind of found. It sounds like you found that balance, um, which I think is is a good word for people to find because um, going back to kind of social media, I think people see a body type that they want to be like, or they want to emulate. When in in theory, it's just about finding that balance, what works for you, what's healthy for you, and um, you know, I am I am the father of, of two little girls, seven and five, and and their bodies couldn't be any different. I mean, one is you know the tall and lean, and the other is also tall, but but um, more muscular than the other one. And um, you know, as in this society, with everything being thrown at you about beauty, um, about what's beautiful. The good thing I will say about society now is that our definition of beauty is changing not fast enough but it's changing and I don't want to even say beauty because everyone is is beautiful in their, their own way but you you know you know 20 25 30 years ago a person like Serena Williams who is an absolute you know gorgeous individual hard-working top of her sport a mother um, a wife like she just is a very powerful and definition of beauty I believe but with, with, you know, as a, you know, teaching young people or, you know, teaching kids, you know, what can we tell them now to prepare them for possible beauty standards or how to love their bodies when they're older? Yes, um, I think a, a huge um, teaching point is to really give words of affirmation. You know, kids, they absorb 
so fast and easily. They pick up on dances. They know every song that comes on a on the Pandora that I don't even know. So I think if we as parents and um, adults can really hone in on saying, hey, you're beautiful, you are gorgeous, you're handsome, and really speaking life into your children and just say, hey, everyone's unique, everyone's different. As you said, your, your girls are different, but they still have a different grace and beauty about them that is unique. And, and it's okay to be unique, and you just have to embrace it as well as um, just teaching them the importance of being healthy. It, as long as you can instill some um, great work ethic, just physical activity. You don't have to be on a sports team, but we need to move a little bit. We need to have healthy choices here and there uh, where they can feel that they're not, they have the balance that I was talking about. You, you have a little bit bad, you have a little, a little good, and then as you grow up, we can really... Uh, make a difference and where you don't have to feel like you have to be on this spectrum or that spectrum you have your own place in life and I think it's okay that we have um, different and unique unique bodies and again thank you for that again I'm talking to Kaya Teller co-owner at K2 Motion Stretch Therapy and I had um, you know one more thing I wanted to to talk to you about and this is um I think this means a lot to me, the fact that you are um, an African-American female, business owner, um, um, uh, you know, weightlifter uh, on stage, and, and you're putting yourself out there. And there is a demographic of, you know, um, black women in the country, in the world, that sometimes can be, you know, left behind when it comes to whether you want to say beauty products, beauty standards, you know, things aren't always specifically made for them or we kind you know, the world kind of says, well, we're going to make something generic and, and, you know, you have to learn to, to use it. But as a black female, as someone who does this for a living, what can you specifically say to women when it comes to you know, body positivity, when it comes to holding your body in your own hands, not being subjected to outside influences, what can you say to women specifically? Um, I would specifically say control what you can control. You have control over um, what you think about yourself, what you're eating, taking care of yourself. And I really love the fact that this um, generation is starting to become more aware of self-care. So you, you're starting to see a lot of African-Americans talk about self-care, taking care of themselves, making sure they're um, knowledgeable in different subjects that we had no knowledge about. Like you said, the care products, we have more African-American hairlines um, being created because we didn't have that catered to us. So I think that... Um, if you can control what you can control and be your authentic self, then that will go a long way rather than being um, the next trending person on Instagram. Like we, we should continue to be who we are. And I think that's um, great with our um, second in command is starting to pave the way for us. And, and I think that's a, a great start because we're starting to feed and to thrive and flourish 
off of um, Mrs. Harris um, being uh, the vice president. So I think that's a great start for, for us, and we can be um, look for look to her as an example um, as African American women. So that's great, and we're strong. And I don't think there's no no um, it's not a problem being a strong black woman. It's awesome, and I think that we are starting to be um, be noticed, which is great. So. I love who I am. I embrace it daily, and I don't have no thoughts of changing it. It's just great. I I love that, and, and shout out to to our second in command, our, our our Madam Vice President. So that's that's great to hear. And uh, again, thank you for for doing this. Um, real quick, if people want to get in contact with you or they want to learn more about you know your business, how can they find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram. My um, name username is Kai, K-I, three underscores, U-H. So you can pronounce my name right, Kai. Uh, or you can also follow our, our um, Instagram page. is K2.stretch. As well as if you find us on the internet, www.stretchaugusta.com. You can find more information about our business. Well, Kaya, thank you very much. This has been great, and good luck to you, and I appreciate you being a part of this show. Thank you so much for having me. Special thanks to our guest this week, Kaya Tiller, for coming on and talking about body image and positivity. And as always, if you or someone you know is in crisis, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.